Welcome to Courage in Action. We are a sisterhood of women empowering women to be everything we are meant to be. I'm your host, Naluka Kotagata, and it is my privilege to join your life journey as we connect with some extraordinary, triumphant, and beautifully imperfect women through this podcast. Together, we hope to inspire you to take action towards your life goals, one courageous step at a time. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courage in Action. We have a very special episode for you today. I am joined by not one, but three outstanding women for this discussion. We are here to give you a glimpse into the magical and transformational program called Courage in Action's Mentor Circle. This program builds a collaborative one-on-one relationship between specifically matched mentor and mentees. They go on a journey together for supportive discovery, goal setting, visioning, and learning new skills. Our objective is to move our mentees from adversity into possibility and finding their unique path to living their best life. Without further ado, let me welcome Sandra Filetti, founding member of our mentor circle and a mentor herself, and two very special women, Jennifer Perzel and Marie Grace Galora, two of our most recent graduates from the program. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Thrilled to have you all here. So let's kick off with a quick intro. Sandra, perhaps you can tell us a little bit about the Mentor Circle program, how it started, and a bit more about how it works. So the the program started to give those uh, women who have perhaps a goal or a dream some one-on-one support uh, to make their dream or, or their uh, goal a reality, and then to have that relationship to see those goals through. That's awesome. And you're a mentor yourself in the program. So can you tell us a little bit about what that experience is like and how um, you kind of bring that purpose to life? So the the uh, Courage in Action's Mentor Circles, uh, like you said in your opener, Naluka, is really a collaborative relationship. What I want to add to that is that it's the collaborative relationship that fosters hope. And the way that we do that is through that goal setting and through that collaborative uh, pathways, uh, setting goals uh, and planning pathways to achieve those goals. So that hope piece is really, really important. Because if you follow uh, Hellman and Gwynn's work, when they talk about the, the, there's a science of hope. And in there, in that, in that particular uh, book, in that, in their research, they describe hope as the belief that your future can be brighter and better than your past. And that, and this is what's really important, that you actually have a role to play in making it better. So, So I do too, because in that means that in this relationship, when you take power over your your destiny, it's agency. You have the tool, you have what you need to move forward. This is what this collaborative relationship is all about. And what we have is to empower them. They become confident because when someone says, oh, I, I hope that this goes well and I hope that this... Without without goal setting, without pathways, it's just a wish. Mm-hmm. 
Because what is it? It's nothing. It's just, well, I hope this goes well, or I wish that this was better. I wish that, but as soon as that relationship um, creates and sets goals, and then you set the pathways to get to those goals, that's when things start to happen. That's when hope increases. That's how we change lives. So this is what, for example, this is how I start with my mentoring relationship is that I'm going to look at um, an informal assessment and I'm going to identify priorities. And I'm going to say, okay, what are your strengths? What are your barriers? What's what's happening? What are your issues? What? So that's the conversation, the trust, the non-judgmental arena. This is the trust that we need to build as mentors and mentees together. So we start off with that. And then we move into the meat and potatoes of that relationship. And that is setting the goals and mutually planning those pathways. And that's where the magic happens. It, it, it really is magical and it's it's a privilege to watch. And so, Jen, you were lucky enough to be Sandra's mentee. Can you tell us a little bit about how you felt before the program, what magic happened, how hope came alive for you and sort of what your experience was as a mentee? Yeah, sure. Um, so magic is a great word to describe it. There's no question. Um, I I came to Sandra essentially with a whole collection of ideas and thoughts that were the, the, the thoughts and ideas that had been in my heart. Like, you know, those, those mm. deepest things that you hold in your heart that you, you know, you want to do something with and you, you don't really know how, and you're not sure who you can talk to about that. So basically came to Sandra and said, you know, this is, this is my world. These are all the little pieces in my world and I want to make something with it. And I, and I know I can, I just don't, I don't know how, I don't see the path. I don't see, I don't see the way to do it. Um, so I'm a single mom of three kids. I have a significant history of trauma and abuse, um, both in my family of origin and in my former marriage. And, um, I had been already on quite a journey before I even got to that first conversation with, with Sandra. Mm-hmm. And what working with her really helped me to do, I mean, it, Sandra pointed to it. I, the word that comes to my mind is, is energetic sovereignty. So it really enabled me to, to t- have the courage to step into my own power, to, to really understand what my story is, to own my story, and then, and then be able to share that with other people. And it, it sounds on one level, like a fairly straightforward thing to do. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> Doesn't actually sound straightforward. No, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so multi, it's so multi-layered and there's so many components that, that come into it. So, um, you know, we started our journey uh, and with this kind of me saying, you know, essentially here are all the things and all the little pieces and, and how do I make sense of this? And and three months later, uh, I had a blog. Three months wow, later, we had gotten to the point where I had articulated who I was. We had articulated what it was that I wanted to share with the world. I had worked through the fear, the feelings of inadequacy, the feelings <laughs> of imposter syndrome, all those wonderful pieces that we all 
spend some time and space in um, and, and walked away from that mentor program with, with a really tangible product um, that is changing my life really. And, you know, just to add to that too, Jen, and, and is because we work in a framework where we don't, we, we set goals to be specific. We use a framework. We use, we use the SMART goal framework because uh, that's what makes those goals look alive. And we want to make sure that they're, they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable. Are they realistic? Are they time bound? Because that's, that's how we can see and measure um, how we've gone along on on, uh, on the plan, and 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 you're speaking to um, what what one of the things that I learned from the relationship is that um, meaningful relationships and meaningful connections are very powerful, and that validation is a critical component uh, to someone moving forward and feeling empowered. And this is what this three-month relationship does. And that's what this the program is once a week for three months. And that accountability piece, when someone says, I'm listening, when someone says, I care about the outcome of this, and, and the power of that, we have the power to change the course of someone's life. I love that the words that are coming at, like coming from both of you naturally are, are power, courage. Jen, I heard you say courage, which is amazing. Um, and hope. And Sandra, it's interesting that, that you mentioned the SMART goal. So I had the absolute privilege of being uh, Marie Grace's uh, mentor, and it was truly my privilege to see her journey. But it was very interesting because we started with a sort of very rigid framework around the SMART goals, and I tried to like put them in a spreadsheet and do all of these things. But Marie Grace is a very visual person. So we ended up sort of articulating her SMART goals on her vision boards. And Marie Grace, maybe you can you can share a bit more about sort of your experience, how you felt before, during, and uh, and after the program. My experience is a wonderful journey with Naluka. You yourself, thank you so much for having me as your mentee. I sh- I shared my vision board, and so you had asked me what was it in my vision board that. I wanted, and then I cut out the words extraordinary healing. Mm -hmm. That's what resonated with me. And then I'm thinking, what kind of goal at that time can I do to achieve that? And, and talking to you, Nilika, you, you understood me and suggested to do something amazing, which helped brought back my joy So it was a creative goal. And um, I just want to leave it as a creative goal, which helped me get back to my joy, which brought me back to my joy, which also leads to healing as well for myself. There were a few goals that we worked on together for three months. And one of them is to celebrate who I am as a person and what I've accomplished uh, since experiencing a traumatic experience for myself, and I, I would I would add to that that I just saw Marie Grace come out out of a shell in a way that was just really beautiful. It was, you know, um, that traumatic experience that sort of locked her joy 
and that celebration in her life. And, and to see the woman that you see in front of you today is very different than, uh, than the woman that first joined the program. And, um, you know, her creative outlet and her jewelry making and all of these things uh, have really come to the forefront. So it was absolutely a privilege to work with you, Mary Grace. And that's the outcome of that validation piece I was talking about and what happens when we when we're there, because mentors, what I found in, in, you know, working with these wonderful women is that there's there's a real um, distinct, intentional component of the listening that happens in this relationship and it's not just listening and Jen you know that um, you can speak to this as well there's it's not just listening to the words you know the stories but it's what they're not saying and it's the filter of the mentor with the life experience and with their own maybe adversity that they had to overcome that filter is different and that's what they bring to this relationship so that's, that's, again, the magic of the mentoring relationship, because that's how we change people's lives through that, through the validation, through that listening, um, through the goal setting, through the accountability piece, and through that uh, pathway planning. All of those pieces says, I know how to get out of here. I know how to move forward, you know, and Jen, who says, I didn't know how to get out of it or how to move forward with it. That is, that's what comes out of this relationship. Absolutely. And I think it's sort of creating that safe space for you to feel the feelings that you need to unblock that, um, that barrier. And Jen, sorry, go ahead. You were going to say. Yeah, I just, I wanted to build on, I wanted to build on, on what Sandra was saying a little bit. I think, Absolutely, the the collaborative the collaborative nature of this program and the relationship is really something that I found to be very compelling and very powerful. And um, it's definitely it's definitely a question of creating a safe space. That's a huge part of it. But there's there's more than that. That it's what the the experience that I had was like having this phenomenal cheer team. Right. This person who like, but, but more than that, like it was a cheer team with, with also with a challenge function. Right. So, so Sandra, Sandra did not let me get away with anything (laughs) in the best, in the best and in the best possible way, right. In the best possible way. So there was that, there was that, that fundamental validation and belief in me and kind of that was unquestioned and consistent um and and from there then we she was also able to say okay well you know she pushed which kind of pushed me a little bit pushed me a little bit and and it's it was really an interesting experience for me to to spend that time they say that that kind of growth is right on the edge of our comfort zone right you don't want to be too far out of your you don't want to be too far out of your comfort zone because you're, t- you're kind of likely to shut down and, and you need to be on the edge of it or just slightly outside of it. And so the, the collaborative nature of the program and the kind of dance that we did throughout those three months was really about keeping me in that growth zone. And, and so that in and of itself is a transformative experience because 
it takes some time to understand that it's it's okay to live in that space because it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's a bit unfamiliar. It's not what we know. It's absolutely driving us forward towards the goals and the likes that we want. And, and so having that opportunity to live in that growth space with someone, with a cheer team, a person behind you saying, you've totally got this. You've totally got this. Um, but just go one little step further. Right. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's, just, it's a really beautiful balance. That, that, that in the world of education is called the instructional level, where things are just at the cusp of, right? So, you know, it, educators are going to know your ability, and then where do we want to get you, right? So where do I want to see you go? And when we articulate goals, when we set goals and set pathways, then we can move to that uncomfort, the discomfort zone, or the instructional level zone. So, um, and that's that's insightful of Jen to really to to um, to pick up on that. Pick that. Yeah, to say, yeah, this is where I lived in this relationship, and sometimes it's uncomfortable, but you know it's going to be okay. You know that that push, uh, someone is going to be there, and that's the piece of that again that partnership. And I'm sure Mary Grace, you two found that partnership where you could take your risks and move forward. Yes, I felt the partnership with me and Luca. And Mary Grace, I saw you nodding as Jen was talking about sort of that uncomfortable space. And for you, that uncomfortable space was almost, you know, feeling joy again. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, my challenge was to start again. That was my challenge. And um, when I checked in with you on my challenge, I just pushed through and it felt uncomfortable. I'm like, how am I going to do this? But just keep think positive, push through. And I've got this. Think positive and just push through to help me get to that joy. And I think one of the things we did was to start celebrating just the smallest little things. Every little step that you take, every, and there are just these sort of special moments that happen. And what I tried to do was almost exaggerate those or point them out. I'm like, wait, wait, you did, how was your day? What happened? Did you notice that you were doing this, this, and this during that day? And that, that starts to, I think, build some momentum one that, step at a time. And that celebration, Luca, that you talk about is embedded in our program mm -hmm. because we meet every week. There's an yes. accountability piece. So that there's a celebration embedded in our program. We also, and Jen and I, once in a while would meet in between because yes. life happens and we have to adapt. And that's what happens. And sometimes we have to meet more often or skip and we'll meet again at another time. Um, but also, you know, it's just that piece where we're just accountable. And it's, um, it's like those moments and those steps that we take. So Jen, maybe were there any sort of big aha moments for you during, so we're taking step by step by step by step. Was there, was there a point of sort of breakthrough or aha for you? Multiple. Uh, oh, there, were certain, there, there were certainly multiple. I mean, it really, it really, Sandra and I did a lot of work together. Um, I, I would say a couple that, that there are a couple that stand out. I think, I think the first one, and, and I'm, you know, it ties in so directly with courage in action um, is, is really my, my understanding that courage is not 
the absence of fear. That courage, courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So that was that, you know, not that I'd never heard that expression before, um, but this was really me articulating that. So that was a big aha moment for me. And then I think, I think the other piece of it for me was, and, and I'm still working on this is that, that, that imperfect action is acceptable, Mm -hmm. right? So I think, again, a lot of times, um, particularly for women, uh, we, we wait until we think it's everything's perfect. Everything's ready (laughs) and I'm ready and I've done enough and I'm good enough. Right. And, and, and imperfect action is also okay. And, and sharing that with the world is, is okay when it's coming from an authentic place in you and a grounded place in you, then other people can relate to that. Um, so, but, but really I, I, I will say that I walked away from each of the conversations that every conversation that Sandra and I have, I felt inspired and energized. And, and I mean, the aha moments were kind of coming left, right, and center. (laughs) That's amazing. And so to get to those aha moments, I think we have to go through quite a lot of, a lot of challenges. So Marie Grace, what did you find the biggest challenge um, to overcome throughout the program? Simply, it was, um, I felt overwhelmed. That was my challenge, just to start something creative again. And I had been on survival mode and just living day to day, but the the joy was missing. And then when it was time for me to do something that I normally would enjoy, I was, I was, I just felt that sense of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And, um, as I said before, I, I just had to think positive and push through over that. And I, I appreciate your encouragement. It was really, it's really great to work with you on this. Oh, thank you. It was a, like I said, it was a privilege for me also. Um, what about you, Sandra? As mentors, I think, you know, our mentees don't realize how much we learn from them also. What would you say were some of your, you know, aha moments or big learnings from you? I, I can't agree with you more. I can't, I I can't tell you how how gratifying and um, that that relationship was and and I you know I will always be in contact with Jen so that relationship will never end and that's a relationship that will will endure because of the trust that you build um, along the way. But my aha moment is this: that the women that come to us in this program. Um, do not lack resiliency. Oh, a hundred percent. It's it's the very fact that they are resilient that they come to our doorstep. Mm-hmm. It is because they have gone through adversity and they go forward anyway to, to they have to do the application. That's that's yep. how you get into this program. You have to complete it, you have to attend, you have to show up, you have to, it's through it's through that and and they and they show up like it's not it's not someone who lacks resilience. What they're lacking, if you want to call it lack, but what they crave mm. is a partnership. What yes. they crave is that accountability piece. And I see that in a lot of applications that um, uh, that say I, I just want that accountability piece. But what that means also is that we're talking about the partnership. We're talking about 
Who can I speak to about this? Who can help me make sense of this? Because it's all there. It's a matter of articulating, and and Jen has used that word, articulating, manifesting it, and making it into attainable goals. And and that's that's the real aha moment for for me, is that these are women that want that framework and (laughs) want you to show up too. And I... Um, because Jen showed up, it makes me and inspires me to show up. So every day I come into that or every week I come into that relationship thinking, what can I bring? What can I do here? And, and that's what it was. If, if there was a skill that was lagging and um, I would, I would try to step in and, and show that direction. So it was, it was, you show up, I'll show up. And that's yeah. the, that was the relationship and it really fed well. And it's an, it's an equal partnership, I find. Like the right. more each of us gives to the partnership and to the relationship, the more we're both going to get out of it. And I think for me, and I'll just share with Marie Grace, like I said in the beginning, we were working on this spreadsheet and like I'm a very like document and framework and structured person. And Marie Grace was like, by the way, I have this vision board. And I said, hold on, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute, all your smart goals are on this vision board, just visually and creatively. Yeah. Spreadsheet. So we kind of, you know, got rid of the spreadsheet. It didn't remove that, that structure of the smart goals and accountability and all of these things, but it helped me become more adaptable. And it's part of that listening as a mentor, understanding your mentee, building the relationship. And your mentee, Marie Grace was, creating her own path to her best life and I was simply there to help guide and fine-tune and help her recognize the incredible power that she has within herself at the end of the day and I was like oh that's my role great thank you for making that easy Marie Grace (laughs) (laughs) how powerful is that and and um what we're doing is being uh, active witnesses to their life and uh, yes. of this time of their life, you know, well, what's the, what's the, what's the sense of going through all this if there's no one to witness. And that's what we provide is I see you, I hear you, I'm with you. These, that, that's, that's the true gift of this relationship that they have a witness and, and to your point, Jen, um, a real, you know, cheering, person behind in your in your camp that wants you to succeed absolutely so Sandra we've been talking a lot about how great the program is the experience in it like if our listeners and I'm sure some of our listeners are interested in applying and being part of the program either as mentees or mentors how do they how do they apply and how do they get involved so for the mentees, uh, only members of Courage in Action are eligible to um, put in an application. And, and once you can put in an application, it goes through to our smaller uh, committee where we are reviewing the applications and matching those mentees with um with a mentor that we feel would be a really good match. And for the mentors, you know, there are women that have a real unique skill set that want to give back that perhaps have overcome their own adversity, but um, they have a unique skill set that they want to share and that they can contact uh, Cindy Stradling at uh, Courage in Action 
Uh, they can contact me. They can contact uh, you, Niluka, and, uh, yeah. and we'll we'll put it together. And we have a collection of women with various skills, and and they come together to 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 form these really great relationships. And any one of them can can take on any mentee. But um, we we really strive to um, listen to the and, and read over those applications for the optimal matches. And what do you look for when you're, uh, from what I've seen, you make fantastic matches. So um, how do you go about doing that? For, I know there's no algorithm in the background. There's actual human, brilliant female minds <laughs> making these matches. So how do you kind of go about that process? You know what, I think um, what really helps is that the mentees are known by some of the committee members Mm. uh, that are reviewing these. So it's not just cold. It's not a static kind of um, match. It is because we've heard their voices before or they've participated in other programs. And so one of us will be familiar with that mentee, right? So knowing that, um, the application comes alive. And then when we see that, we also know the mentors. So, and their their vision and their approach and their personality and their unique skill set. And depending on what the, the mentee says, for example, moving towards say a career or whatever, or financial or you know, or creative or you know, overcoming adversity. Um, Usually we know our mentors well enough to know their experiences and we say, this makes for a really good match. So it, it's an organic um, and, and really mentee-centered approach. Can I, can I jump in just for a sec to, to yeah. add to that? The word, the, word that is, the word that is kind of coming to my mind to describe the program is that it, it's really, it's, it's, it's a bespoke program. It's a program that is tailored mm. to the needs of a particular woman. Yes. And it is, it is, it is so intentional in it. So the other thing that I, that I want, that I think is really worth mentioning and important to mention, um, you know, for folks who don't know maybe about, about the program or about courage and action, it's all volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is so much, there is so much power and grace in that fact. There, there is so much, um, I mean, I think love in the truest sense of what that word means and um, sisterhood and community in, in the fact that this is all, um, it's really done purely for the benefit of, of one another and to, to kind of help make the world a better place god that sounds that sounds so cliche and corny um but but i think that part of it is really important because i know from my you know from in my professional experience uh people will pay people pay a lot of money to try and find these kinds of connections to kind of try and find this kind of support and this is all happening quietly organically with a tremendous amount of dedication and care and devotion and and generosity. Um, so I just I also want to kind of flag that and, and say thank you, you know, on behalf of somebody who's who's benefited from the program because that that part of it is so it's so meaningful on so many levels. 
Yeah, thank you so much for that insight, Jen. That is uh, that's very powerful and and really appreciated. Absolutely, it was a beautiful way to articulate it. Um, and Sandra, you mentioned that the program is only open to Courage in Action members. So for Jen and Mary Grace, um, how did you first get involved in C- in Courage in Action? Because I'm sure people are wondering, well, now how do I become a member now? <laughs> Step number one is become a member. So, That's right. <laughs> uh, Murray Grace, maybe you can tell us how you first became a member and then Jen will hop over to you. I attended the first conference when it was a different name before Women yes. Moving Forward Conference. Yes. That's how I've been in touch with Cindy Stradling, an amazing woman. And uh, it's really empowering the conferences and the people I've met are are wonderful. I've made great connections, had the motivation, learning new skills. I've been on the email list. And uh, when it changed to Courage of Action, I joined the, the website and signed up as a member so I can have access to the resources and access to go to the conferences as well. Amazing. And hopefully those in-person conferences will return to our lives at some point uh, yeah. very soon. Thanks, Marie Grace. Jen, what about you? How did you get involved in Courage in Action? Um, a similar story. I, I, I was first, in, I didn't know anything about the organization. I, I have a, a friend who was a keynote speaker at one of the conferences. I was at probably the lowest, I was at the lowest point of my journey um, through kind of leaving my marriage. And she, she said to me one week and she, you know, I'm going to give a keynote address at this event. I can bring, I can bring a couple of people. I think you would really, you know, you might really enjoy it. And I went and I was blown away, but it wasn't, it wasn't really until COVID started that um, that Courage in Action became um, such an important organization to me. And, and when Cindy started the Sisters Supporting Sisters calls every Thursday night, I can remember the very first one. I, I got an email about it and I had no idea really what this was or how it connected anything. And I thought, well, I'm going to call in anyway. And, um, and that, that was the beginning of an amazing journey. So I have had the the privilege and benefit of being able to really participate in in most of those weekly calls and um, and a number of programs that that have kind of come you know that are associated with courage and action and and that's where I first heard about so it it for me is an organization that is uh, very close to my heart in many okay. ways. That's amazing. And thank you for sharing that because out of COVID came this beautiful, the organization just pivoted right away. And, you know, nobody felt abandoned. Nobody felt like, you know, the programs weren't there or in that, that safety, that network, that connection, um, that is so important to all of us who are members of Courage in Action. Uh, it, it sustained and grew during COVID, which I think is again, quite magical. Um, so Sandra, as you know, founding member of uh, the Mentor Circle, how, out of curiosity, how did you first get involved in, in Courage in Action? Well, uh, that, th- I think the link that is uh, w- 
the person that links us all is Cindy, Cindy. Stradling. <laughs> yes, right. It all comes down to Cindy Stradling, right? Yes, yes. Um, so I was invited to um, attend the attend the uh, conference as well, and and I thought, wow, what a wonderful group of people and and their intention, and I felt like uh, very aligned with my own kind of uh, aspirations on how I wanted to be involved. Uh, in in mentoring because I, I do have a consulting business that does that anyway. But um, say what a wonderful way to get in to um, helping women. Um, and so I was also invited as a keynote speaker uh, at the conference, and I was, and I attended and and also gave a workshop at one of the um, conferences. And so from there getting to know the the board and getting to know the women and uh, involved and being invited to participate in different projects. Uh, but the mentoring one was really dear to my heart and I really wanted to um, be involved in that. And once I connected with Cindy and and I had some ideas on how to structure it and bring on the mentees and mentors, I, I ran with that. Well, we, we can absolutely tell that it's your passion and, and what you were meant to do in life, Sandra. Oh, thank you. Navigate things like this. And, so, you know, for for me, just to share, I uh, I hadn't heard of Courage in Action before. I actually spoke at a uh, International Women's Day conference and uh, got connected to Cindy yeah. and a couple of the board members that way. Never hosted a podcast before in my life. Um, and in the spirit of courage and action, I just sort of said, why not? Um, and yes, there was fear and there's nervous and you're unsure and uncomfortable and you just kind of dive in and, and do things anyway. So I think the entire organization sort of serendipitously, serendipitously comes together and all of the women in courage and action are here with such great intent and purposefully and uh, really in a very committed way. So I think that's where that's where the magic really starts uh, starts to happen is within the organization overall. So um, any final words from each of you, words of wisdom, advice? Um, maybe Jen, we'll start with you for potential mentees that are out there listening right now. Um, so I would say if there's anything about the program that sparks your interest, apply. Um, the application does require some work and some thought. Um, mm -hmm. It's not, uh, I mean, I, my experience, and Sandra can correct me if I'm wrong, it's not, it's not intended to weed people out. It's, it's asking those questions to make sure that the, that, that the program is tailored to suit your needs. Right. And so, so don't, don't be shy, don't be, or be shy and do it anyway, I guess. <laughs> be, be hesitant and, and do it anyway, because if you're, if you're ready to show up, um, it is, it is, it's a life-changing experience. It really, it really is. Amazing. Thank you. And you did such a great job sharing and your words have resonated, I'm sure, with many of our listeners. So thank you, Jen. Marie Grace, what about you? Any advice for people who are interested in being mentees in the program? I'd say go for it. This is a game-changing experience for me. Mm -hmm. I noticed the difference in myself with, um, appreciating who I am and how I can contribute to the world creatively as well. 
And there's wonderful, this is a wonderful organization and you're very lucky you get through and work with an awesome mentee, mentor. Amazing. Thank you, Mary Grace, also for being here. It was lovely to see you again. We haven't seen each other in a while, so that was a little extra yes. treat for me. So Sandra, over to you for sort of closing remarks on, on the program and any final thoughts you want to share. Well, just to build on Jen's uh, point on who this is for, you know, women who are uh, ready to move forward, uh, I would say that that this is suited for them. And in in what I mean by that, that you know, this is not a therapy sessions. These are these are uh, intended for women to uh, move forward from adversity. These are these are women that are seeking out that pathways how to set goals and 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 get those uh, and form those relationships to make that happen. So, you know, I leave you with this and only that, you know, that that quote about hope is is an important one, because in the end, that's how um, we're going to increase this. This is what happens when we connect with um, women. This is what happens when we connect with people. Um, we need each other. We need to tap into the community. We need each other and believe in that. And when you do, and when you tap in, that's what happens. We increase hope, we set goals, and we achieve them. And so I leave you with that. Dare, dare to step in. Dare to step in. I couldn't think of a better way to close off this conversation. Thank you. All of you ladies have been incredible. I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation as I knew I would. Um, and to all our listeners out there, um, join Courage in Action. Let us know if you're interested. Uh, we will put the, the website and contact information into the description of this podcast. And so I just want to say thank you again, ladies. Thank you so much. I'm sure this got a lot of our listeners very excited. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a privilege to chat with you tonight, thanks.